You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Future of Radio. No, but I, I don't think that it's that crazy of a thing to do. I mean, it's, somewhere where I can go, I can pretend to be other personalities, and I can interact, but there's no repercussions. That's, so like, you sound like a, like a sociopath. What do you mean? Like you totally do. How, would I, how, do I, how do I sound like a sociopath? If you like to pretend to be something else without any direct repercussions for your actions, yeah, that's, but, uh, le- that sounds completely sociopathic. No, but that's the, that's the complete point of the app. Why else would they invent something called secret if it wasn't to, to troll other people? Is this really it, secret that you're doing I'm this doing on? It. I'm kind of embarrassed to say. Oh, my God. That's so passe, Greg. <laughs> Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. We greatly, greatly appreciate it. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network out of Portland, Oregon, and then available all over the internet via podcasts. Cyberwebs. Wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. So we've got a bunch of stuff we're going to talk about here today. And I guess, I guess I'll bring this up. I'm feeling a little bit confused now of whether or not I thought this was just something normal that people did. No, I don't think anybody else does that. Normal people, I think, don't. But, I think you're abusing what that app is supposed to be. I mean... I may have angered some people that I'll never meet. In oh real my life. god! I don't even know what you're writing. Like I deleted mine uh, that that secret app thing I'm, like a couple months ago. I'm having so much fun with it. I'm not oh gonna lie. God. It's it's a problem. It's a problem that I I tried to say went away. You know that that I didn't want to admit because we talked about it like a month and a half ago, and I would be like, oh no no, and then that went away. Nobody's talking about it. I'm the person that kept doing it. You're the. I'm the one. When you're not on your MySpace account, you're on secret. <laughs> Basically, yeah. yeah. Okay. That's what I'm doing. Only here, I'm anonymous, so no one will ever know who, that it's me that's posting these things. All right, I'll, I'll talk about it. You just seem a little bit upset. Are you are you feeling excellent today, or are you? T- are you egg? Will you stop ecstatic? it? Are you kidding me? You, Do not make egg puns right now, Greg. I can't handle it. Okay, so God real damn quick, it. I will peel back the curtain here just a little bit. Uh, Sarah is feeling a little bit uncomfortable today. Oh, she's not really down with yoking it up right now well, because she's. Are you? Did she you write some, these down? What did you? How are you even coming up with this stuff? <laughs> Sarah, we we went out for a breakfast meeting this morning, and um, we uh, a great meeting and all that stuff. But uh, Sarah's breakfast didn't sit really well with oh, her. Oh God, stop it! I have Just to call even it out. You wording it like that, it sounds gross. She had some. Uh, what was it that you had? Like poached eggs or something along those lines? <laughs> oh God, I had eggs Benedict. Eggs Benedict, which I will okay. never. Which, by the way, just so you know, today was the last day I will ever eat eggs Benedict. The last day ever. I can't ever do it again. Like I've always had kind of problems with runny eggs anyway. But yeah, then why I do discovered you eat runny eggs? eggs because they're really good with the. Ho- <sighs> oh, <laughs> they were. And I just, I can't do it anymore. I'm not going to do it again. I'm off eggs. I'm, I don't think, I, I have to at least give it a couple of months. A couple of bad eggs that you had there, huh? I had a couple. I, I do not think, yeah. there was something wrong. Like, there's mm-hmm. so, there's something wrong with your f- food. If you eat something, you can't eat it anymore. And if somebody even says the word. Yeah. Or if I even, because I was writing to my friend Jessica earlier, and she's like, oh, what's going on? I'm like, I don't feel so well. I had eggs benedict and they were really bad. I'm like, oh God. I'm like, I can't even, I can't even type it. She's like, yeah, that's something bad. All right. can't. Write it. Well, you know, we'll uh, we'll I'll try to avoid it. I don't know what you ex Benedict me to do, but I, I'm going to try not <laughs> try to not bring it up. Oh, I love how you're trying to take away from you being a secret troll <laughs> instead of just trying to make me throw up. You know what? If I do get sick, I'm aiming it for you there, buddy. All right. Well, there we go. This could be a first on Fun Employment Radio. 
You can put your egg puns into the live chat at funemploymentradio.com slash live. No, and nothing, but nothing, so I don't believe I have full-blown food poisoning, but I don't know. I just, I feel really nauseous. Right. Well, I feel, we'll, we'll try to get through the show here without without something happening. No, I don't think anything's going to happen. I just, I think I just need to get through, I need, just need to play through the pain and then just not eat eggs again for a very, very long time. Eggs are ever. meant to be cooked, by the way, not to be runny, so I'm just saying that's could be part of your problem right there. <sighs> nom, 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 scrambled eggs. Okay. All right. Well, we'll we'll try to get through that. I know you're going to power through the pain. I am. So, what I was bringing up, though, um, these <laughs> the exciting news that I have, it has to do with uh, with secret. So, there's this app out there. I'll admit to this because I want to just make sure that I'm not the one that's actually crazy. So, there's this app called Secret, where basically you go on there. It's anonymous. You can post things. You can talk to other people. It'll count you as friends. Basically, they. They um, go through, I believe it's your Facebook account, but they don't tell you who your friend is. That's so I have no idea. I have like 60-some friends that are on there, but it's all anonymous. Your name's not attached, nothing at all. You have no idea who it is. And then you can also end up talking to uh, to other people from like friends of friends. Friends and, of friends, yes. Right. And then things can kind of take off. And I had some fun when I was first on it because I was trying to get people to to interact and I just see, see how it worked. And as we know, I have a big thing of uh, of trolling spammers. Well, return turn emails to spams and you try to get them hooked. Romancing the spammer, it's in the iTunes store. You can buy that album. And so this one though, it kinda I kind of feel bad, but I kind of don't because in a way I've turned into the spammer. But you're not even the spam like you're not even like messing with people who are spammers. You're messing with people who are your friends. Well, not they're not all my friends because I get them, and then once a friend likes them, then friends of friends can see them, and then they can post. But it's fun because I can just do completely random things, and most of the people on there are, are like bitching about things or they're they're kind of terrible people. So I kind of played into that, and and just try to see okay, what kind what of. What do you mean you played into it? Because you're seeming a little uncomfortable. I'm feeling. Did you? Did you finally, like, cross a line or something? No, I haven't crossed a line. I've just been having fun getting people worked up on the secret app. I'm not, I, I know. Is this People bad? are pointing out in the I chat at funemploymentradio.com slash live that you uh, ask quite a bit, am I crazy? For some reason, that seems to be... I'm not crazy. You're crazy. Uh-huh. All right. Well, here, I'll, I'll, put, I'll read a couple of them that I posted. Okay. And let me let me see what you think here. So one of them I... But I as you're trolling your friends on the uh, well, application not, named I mean, Secret. It's friends loosely. It's not like necessarily people I know. You know, it could be somebody I know. I don't know who these people are. And Facebook, you know, I've got a... Uh, there's a lot of people that I'm friends with on Facebook that I don't I don't really even know personally. So I have like no idea who these people are. Yeah, I don't even know who these people are. And then it goes, you know, to friend to friend. So it's, it's all kinds of people. But I, here's one of them that I wrote recently. Um... I bought a dozen spiders online and just left them in your bedroom. How do you feel about my trust issues now? And then I posted that, and then that was just to kind of see what what people would what people would say. And then there's somebody that wrote, you know, you're a terrible person. Mm-hmm. And then and then I would reply to them, and I went along with that one for a while, just to see what would happen. And did people respond to yeah. that? Yeah, yeah. People called me a terrible person, but then but then see, I'm playing the person who allegedly bought spiders and put them in someone's room, so I get to play the crazy person. I saw you buy crickets and put it in someone's car before. That's a different thing, though. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a different issue. That was, I was being paid to do that, so, so that, that part worked out. No, and so, so, so you do have some friends in the chat who are all saying now, they're like, I knew it was you. <laughs> they all knew it was you. All right, that one's a little disturbing. Uh-huh. 
Was there anything that are you playing like different personas or are you just oh, like pretending I did, no, to be something? No, then I did another like one that was someone bad. Someone put spiders in someone's bed. No, well, I, here's another one that I posted just to see what kind of reaction I would get. I said, "When you were sleeping, I took pictures of your feet and sold them to a fetish site." <laughs> and then somebody replied, "You know, weirdo." And then I said, "You know, but then I like try to play." Um, like kind of an angry person so I'm like don't fall asleep around me I've done it to several friends they have no idea I make money off of them wow that was, that was one of the ones I posted I don't know if that's bad or not or what, what are so these are the ones that are making you feel as if you're doing something wrong no no not yet I'm not alright cause I'm gonna one. say like this doesn't seem this seems like okay, normal there is stuff one that do. there is one that actually makes me f- there's one that actually makes me feel... Okay, here's another one I wrote, though. Oh, you're being reminded, Greg, that karma comes around. Well, what? I'm not actually doing that. It's, I'm posting fake secrets. I didn't actually buy spiders and put them in someone's bedroom. Or did he? <laughs> I'm not actually <laughs> taking pictures of people's feet and selling them to fetish sites. Or I just want to. I just want to see if I can get people worked up. Yeah. Yeah, stay it's at my house. how amazingly detailed all these things that you're not really doing actually are, Greg. <laughs> uh, here's another one I wrote. Uh, I just poured fish oil into the vents of my neighbor's car. And then somebody replied, are they terrible people? I, I, I Keep in mind, it's a fake secret. I didn't actually do this. And I replied, they are this family that always shows up laughing and having fun. So that's why I'm... Now here, I'll tell you what. Tell you who the terrible person is? The person who replied LOL to that. See, I was expecting to get things stirred up and get people all, all riled up. But no, they replied LOL. So maybe I'm not the one that was bad. People are in the live chatter, not on my side on this one. No. All right. You want to know? But I do have one? to say. Let me tell you this. I do have to say. You're not anonymously like spamming on a message board. No. You're not doing anything. And this is. Let me finish because I'm actually standing up for you. Okay. Like uh, you know, you're not spamming on a message board. You're not writing personalized things no. to people. Like, I don't know who these people are. Like I hate you. You're you know whatever. Like this is this is an app that is meant for being anonymous and secret. Yes. And there are exactly probably it. so many people like you on there. Probably. Probably half of, you know, half of the shit that people say just isn't real. Probably. All right. This is the one This is the one where I feel I kind of bad but not really because the person that I I got somebody really worked up and um and I don't really feel that bad about it because of this person. So uh what did you do? All right, I'll read this. Now I feel weird reading this out loud. This I is... think that you absolutely should. If you feel weird about reading it out loud, that means that you 100% should read it out loud. All right, here's the thing. So this was a, a friend of a friend or a public one, so I don't know who this person is that posted this original thing. And nothing is directed. The person who posted it originally, by the time I saw this, there was like 60 comments that had nothing to do with what the person originally posted mm-hmm. at all. So I'm going to read what the original post was. It was um, The post was, I had a baby and lost all my friends. So that's what somebody posted. All right. I found this 60 comments in where it was nothing about this person. That person hadn't posted anymore. They probably weren't even looking at it. It was just these So people. that was actually like maybe their real secret. They're like, oh, crap, I had a baby and nobody wants to hang out with me anymore. Right. Yeah. That's what they it sounds like. They needed to get like. it out there, but then other people needed to comment on their stuff. Yeah. And then it was all these people that started going back and forth. And of course, inevitably, it went into a religious debate. It went to a either the people that were super pro-religion or people that were completely anti-religion and, and doing all this other stuff. And... The people that are pro-religion, you know, that's that's uh, pro-religion I mean, about someone not having pro-religion. a baby. I'm and talking about extreme, friends? extreme people. Yeah, that's that's how this thing got to. Like 60 comments in, it instantly went into like super pro-religious versus super pro-atheist, and that's you know, both odd. of them are kind of annoying. So I, uh, 
I started, I started trolling one of the people. Uh-oh. So there was one that wrote, there is no way you will prove to me that you're right or that religion and or God is not fiction. I'm 28. They stated their age at the end. This is what that person wrote. So I wrote, and uh, I'll explain this. So on secret, when you post on there, you get a little icon. You never know what your icon is going to be because that's why it's secret. Yeah, it's so like a flower you post, or, yeah, you know, or a, a rocket wiper. or a football yeah. or a ghost. Or... So here's what I wrote to that person. So this was uh, the rocket was the one that posted. Um, There's no way you'll prove to me that you're right or that religion and or God is not fiction. I'm 28. I feel really bad reading this stuff now. You have to. All right. I wrote, try reading the Bible, Rocket. You may learn something. God saideth to thine children and flock, go forth and bury thy seed in the nearest womaneth and make a plenty the offspring of the land as the Lord shall do unto you. And then I put dash the Bible Psalms 56, which I, I just made all that That's up. That's just completely made it up. Not any reference. It's to not a reference to yeah. anything, anything at all. Well, they got uh, they got a they got a little worked up about it. And so I just kept posting everything I posted. I would do a dash at the end, the Bible, as though I were quoting the Bible and everything. It's not from like a a book of the Bible, (laughs) just the Bible. The Bible. That's how I I would post it. So I replied, thou who threw words. Oh, yeah. And I misspelled everything, too, to make it sound sound weird. I'm having to reinterpret what I wrote. So everything I did, I misspelled. Okay. Thou who throw words at others shallest reap the wrath of the Lord in hell. The Bible. Think about it is all I'm saying. This is what I wrote to this person. So here's what this person wrote back. Okay. Literally, you people are mentally deranged. We are no better than any animal, just more evolved. The Bible has been poorly translated for years. I can only imagine how you nuts make it work in your life. So I'm starting to get them kind of worked up. And then is it just the one specific person? It's the one specific person Rocket that I aim all this at. Yeah, yeah, I name all this all this at Rocket. And then there's other people that are like, take your religious debate elsewhere, totally off topic. And then I decided to just dig in a little bit more. So I wrote, Blue Rocket, thou art most blindeth when thou art dost in the light of hellfire from the devil himself. The Bible. Jesus is weeping for you, but I shall pray for you. For you. you are the Lord's sweetest fool. Okay. Okay, so I wrote that. <sighs> and then they get, and they got a little bit more. This person, okay, Rocket wrote back, Blue football, you sound like you should live in the loony bin. <laughs> and then another person got in and said, best way to lose credibility with sane and rational people, use words like repent and Bible. So then I decided to go after Redbird. Oh, God. All right, how long did you do this for? It was a little while. I wrote Redbird. How could? You, how do you even have time to do this? You are so busy. I just every now and then I'll check on it. I mean, it takes me like two seconds to write something. But that's the scary part. It takes me two seconds to write something like this. And then I wrote Redbird. You may think you're posting a secret, but the Lord our Savior has this app and know who you really are. And then I'm not even going to read the next one. It's this giant tirade about what I what I posted. Going off about religion. I mean, it's so long. I'm not even going to read it. This, they, this person must have... They must have spent 15 minutes writing this out at least. Holy crap. Yeah, it's... That's like two phone screen links. Yeah, two phone screen links. Long, wow. And that was Redbird. Uh, Keelan is in the chat and he says, Greg Nibbler, American asshole. <laughs> <laughs> People are liking the uh, the Lord's sweetest fool comment. So finally I wrote back to Redbird. 
I said, Redbird, you are red because of the sin that is you that is in you, and the Lord knows this. Most of you posting on here are soaked in sins and temptations. That includes you, Redfish. And then I wrote, quote, The Lord's light will shine upon the lowly beings of the world and show their sins and fornicating thoughts to the world for all to see and fill them with shame. The Bible. I think today might be the day that you need to delete that app. Has it gone too far? It's gone too far. Is it too much? It's... I think you're too distracted. I didn't realize, like, I'm sorry, I feel like I've kind of... I've had the wool pulled over my eyes. I didn't realize that you've... A, that you still had it, and B, that you're still using this app constantly to mess with people. Now you're kind of, you're, um, it's elevating. It's too far? It's, I think maybe you need to take a step should back. I take a, should I take a break from it? Mm-hmm. Well, here, I'll, I'll read what the last one was. All right, so, so I'm Blue Football, and the Redbird wrote, Blue Football, anyone can say random shit and pretend it's an actual quote, the Bible. So they were trying to mock me. So mm-hmm. I, I of, course, of course, Blue Football didn't take kindly to being mocked. No. Blue football wouldn't like that Blue one football bit. wrote, Redbird, he who does not throw the limits of the sky and soul are doomed to fall into the waters of the abyss and drown in the sins they have wept. The Bible. And Redbird stopped posting after that. I you ended broke the, their spirit? I broke the entire thing. Like an 80 comment thing. It ended after I posted that. Did I go too far? Was it too much? I don't know. It's like kind of split in 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 the chat. Some people actually like to what they're saying is Greg Hunt for you <laughs> to see which ones. I'm sorry. It's just it's fun to get them all worked up, and maybe maybe I shouldn't be doing that. I don't know. I just I'm sorry if somebody's going to get worked up over a comment on a secret app. It's that's just funny to me. If that makes me wrong, I'm okay being wrong. I'm okay with it. Mr. Jenky in the chat says, Greg, don't listen to Sarah. Never take a step back, only a step forward, for you are the Lord's sweetest fool. <laughs> I was pretty proud of that, too, when I came up with the Lord's sweetest fool. <laughs> so that's 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 what I've been doing. That's, that's what I've been just, doing that's with the how you've been... It is. It's, it's what I've been doing. I don't know if that's right or not. Why are you staring at me like that? I, I have I gone too far? Was that too I much? I don't think you've gone too far, but then again, I really don't have a scope. I don't know what it's what it's like anymore because it's been so long since I've actually been on there. I never posted anything anyway. I posted, yeah. I think, two things maybe, and n- neither of which were like serious. <laughs> the, my, my favorite part is ending everything with the Bible. <laughs> I'm glad that's your favorite thing, right? It is. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, all right. I'm done. I got it out of my system. I'll stop now. I'll set it down. I'll or delete will the app. you? So people are still going to be hunting for like Gregisms on secret. Well, maybe maybe there will be some on there. Maybe they won't be. <laughs> See, now the thing is, nobody knows. That's how I've I've masked it. Like nobody knows what's actually me or not on mm-hmm. there. And Vicky succinctly says, "Greg is a tool." Okay. Lol. All right. <laughs> well, anyway. <laughs> yeah, it's true. You shouldn't say either way whether or not you're deleting it or keeping it, because then the people won't know. Yeah, they'll have no expectations. I mean, if you're gone, if you're gone, I mean, somebody else is, you know, you cut off one head, another one's going to sprout right there. So, I mean, it, you know, it might or might not, might as well be you. <laughs> okay, Greg, well, I'm glad I'm aware of that now. All right. I feel like I shouldn't have said that. Oh, you're fine. It's not like you're, like, making threats at people. 
Oh no, I just want to get people worked up over except something the, stupid. Except for the one where people think that their partner might or might not be photographing their feet <laughs> in the middle of the night and then selling them to fetish websites. Okay, if you actually read that secret, if somebody actually read that and legitimately thought their partner was taking pictures of their feet, that's not a good relationship and maybe I'm helping them out in a way anyway. If you have a legitimate concern that your partner is selling your foot pictures on a fetish site without your knowledge, you got a lot more problems than that. So Greg's deflecting now. He's like, that's yeah. not my problem. No, that's not my problem. I'm not I'm not taking the blame on that one. <laughs> oh, I can't help it. It's a simple I thing, know, Sarah. Really I just like inter- it. Like it's so weird how like you were the most stressed out little stress ball of a man I've ever met. I know, and this Yet, is what like this is the thing that like relaxes you. Yeah, it really is. I'm uh, yeah, yeah. I know, I know. It's just a little odd. Okay, let's move away from it. Now I'm feeling uncomfortable about the situation. All right. Well, hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Uh, first up. Greg, have you heard about this uh, ugliest accent tournament that's been happening? I saw something about it. Was it the it world was Ga- one or the it was, US uh, one? It was the U.S. one. Okay, so yeah. So it's the ugliest accent tournament. It was put on by Gawker.com. And the winner has been announced. So uh, they took, like, different regions, right? Regional took, accents uh, and city accents. They took 16 different city accents in the United States and pitted them against each other, and everyone could listen to them and vote. Okay. So it turns out uh, for this particular contest... The winner of the ugliest accent in the United States of America is Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, followed um, followed in a close second by Scranton. Pittsburgh is uh, Yins, right? Yes. Yins guys? Yes. off. Yeah. That's it. I used to work with some, some people from Pittsburgh. I never actually met them in person, but I talked to them on the phone pretty much every day. Yeah. The Yins guys. Yes, well, this was a bracket pitting what deemed the 16 ugliest city accents in the United States against one another. Uh, Pittsburgh advanced to the finals. cities, okay. Yeah, so it's cities, city accents. Advanced to the finals by winning readers' votes over Atlanta, Philadelphia, and Boston. Oh, wow. Who were all also very high up there with their accents. Uh, So the Pittsburgh accent is a strange mix of southern twang and lazy East Coast diction, which calls downtown into Dantan. 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 Something like that. And you all into yins, which I've never heard yins, that. Yeah. Yins? Yeah. Like what do you say? What are yins, yins doing? What do yins what do yins do? Yeah, I think I think I'm trying to remember exactly how it works, and I'm probably gonna mess it up, but it's yeah, hey, yins guys. What are yins doing? Well, a lot of people actually took the time to vote on this. So uh Pittsburgh won with eleven thousand votes, uh to Scranton's nine thousand votes. You know, for the five-year anniversary party coming up on November 14th, for which you can get tickets at FunEmploymentRadio.com, we have a lot of people flying in from all over the place, which is awesome. And we've heard from people, we just heard from somebody from Boston now who's coming in. Like, mm-hmm. it's several, it's multiple states and Canada. Maybe we could have an accent contest on stage. What kind of contest I don't do you know. have? Like- I don't know. I'm just thinking maybe there's something there. We'll workshop it. We'll see what we can figure out. Maybe Sarah would have to imitate their accent. I would not be doing that. That is not going to happen. We're already going to be on stage doing a bunch of stuff, and I don't. I the last thing I want to do is go and try and like insult a bunch of people by trying to do their accents. All right, all right. So anyway, the Pittsburgh accent by Gawker.com has been found to be the ugliest accent. Uh, in by the way, the country. get your tickets at uh, FunEmploymentRadio.com. It's November fourteenth. It's going to be awesome. Next up, out of London. 
A British company is making the news after. See, right there, you just tried to do an accent. I did not. It was just like I was just trying to. I was just trying to. A British company is marketing a new product that they think is going to be flying off the shelves. Well, that would be. Maybe after the zombie apocalypse starts. Because they are marketing a zombie fortification cabin, which they are dubbing the world's first and only certified zombie-proof cabin. Really? Really. Really. So it's a company called Tiger Log Cabins. They've unveiled their uh, zombie fortification cabin, or as they call it, ZFC-1. On their website for a starting price of $113,000. Now, delivery is free, but installation costs uh, just cost an additional meager $21,000. I think the zombie thing, and look, and I, I watched The Walking Dead. You know, I still watch it. It's getting pretty gruesome the way it is now. I'm starting to think the zombie thing has jumped a shark. Yeah? Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking it's going too far. Has it gone? Too far. Well, and there's a whole other series I just realized, like Z Force or something like that. That's uh, I just saw a commercial for it. I guess it's already in another season. I think it's just. I think it may have gone too far. You think that zombies have gone? I think too it's far. run its course. Okay. I, I don't want it to get all vampire-y where vampires ran their course. Yeah, vampires have totally run their course. Although the vampire, the the newest one was. I mean, that was just lame. It was Twilight and Vampire Diaries and all that stuff. That was just lame. Yeah, those are still, I think, kind of happening, aren't they? Is it? No, I don't think so. I think that stuff's over. Oh, so the vampires are just like a downhill. As far as my understanding, vampires are passe. That's passe, Sarah. Okay. That's the passe thing. No, I. What do you think the new thing is going to be? Well, I'm not sure yet, but I would. I I will tell you what I'd venture. What I'd like to have. Sure. But I would like. A. The age of Bigfoot may be upon us. I think Bigfoot's making Nobody a resurgence. Nobody dresses like a sexy. Up. You know what they? The people like like zombies and vampires because you still get to see a little bit of the human element in it. Like there's no, there's going to be no such thing as any kind of humany element, Bigfoot. I think you need to do something that everybody can work with. Okay, idea number two. Okay, what? Aliens, aliens making a comeback, and I don't mean aliens the movie. I mean alien shows, shows about aliens infiltrating with us. That's already happened, though. I mean, that happened with, like Battlestar Galactica. That was the whole season. That was like no Battlestar Galactica wasn't aliens. Star Trek, Star Trek: Next Generation. Uh, it yeah dealt with like futuristic alien yeah, planets. Yeah, but that's that's different. I think aliens have already come and gone too. At the age of X Files, I mean, this was all the '90s were like a serious time for aliens. The X Files was only mildly aliens. There, no, I think a full on aliens. Aliens come back. Greg is like flailing his arms. That's what saying, I'm advocating. Aliens. He looks like the crazy guy with the hair on the history channel. It's, it's like, what I'm advocating. I'm what not would, saying it's aliens, but it's aliens. What would you say would be the next thing? Hmm. There's got to be something, you know, along those lines. Does it have to be something supernatural? I would say so. At least I'd in say, that vein. I'd say demon stuff. Demon stuff? Yeah, but you can't make a show on a demon stuff either. Yes, you can because they could be misunderstood demons. Uh, I do, wow, you're not selling this very well. I don't know. What's better than your Bigfoot idea? Well, fine. I proposed alien. Fine. I think if we did uh, deep, if people want to dress as a demon versus people wanting to dress as Bigfoot, I think I would win. Right. Anyway, so Tiger Log Cabins is unveiling this thing called the Zombie Fortification Cabin, uh, starting price of $113,000. Now, the cabin itself comes with a 10-year... This is so douchey. With a 10-year anti-zombie guarantee, and the website states customers must present, quote, medical evidence of the real pre- of the presence of a real zombie in order to collect their guarantee. 
Wow. Yeah, so the basic cabin Wait a package. So they guarantee it will survive it, a zombie apocalypse, unless it doesn't, in which case you're overrun by zombies, then you can submit it. But you're already overrun nope. by zombies, so how are you going <laughs> well, to submit that? Well, and this company that? can't medically prove nor disprove the existence of zombies because there's been no evidence either way. I know, but even going by what they're saying. So they're saying it's guaranteed against zombies unless it's not? Ten-year anti-zombie guarantee, and the website yeah. states customers must present medical evidence of a present of the presence of a real zombie to collect on the guarantee. Yeah, but the guarantee is saying, yeah, if you get overrun by zombies, and you make it out, and you make it to us, yeah, we'll uh, we'll refund your money. Oh yeah, because I guess you won't know but if there's the existence by of zombies. a zombie. Yeah, until no, they're I'm actually attacking. You're already overrun by zombies because the house is failed. I understand, Greg. I'm picking up what you're putting down. So yes, I understand. I think this is this is very uh, backwards thinking. So the basic uh, cabin package, in case you're interested in your own ZFC-1, it includes barbed wire, reinforced windows, an escape hatch, a storage unit, and an upper deck with a 360 degree vantage point for spotting the undead as they approach you. Buyer, uh, let's see, buyers can also obtain security cameras, riot protection gear, and solar panels for additional fees tacked onto that $113,000. I do not want to hang out with the person that's buying that house. No. Well, somebody already has. I mean, it, this company has been able to like finance itself and get up there, start a website, get publicity. Somebody has bought a ZFC-1. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, speaking of our weird world going from zombie houses... Of course, we live in an interesting day and age. Now, Greg, did you know that one of the things that you can sell on eBay doesn't actually have to be a thing that you can prove exists? What? eBay is now making the news because it is allowing people to sell their imaginary friends. Are you kidding me? I am not kidding you. People are selling their imaginary friends. If you're looking for one, you look no further than eBay. Now, there are plenty of people on eBay who are selling off their fake friends for as little as $100 and as much as $6,000 if you want to skip the bidding process and go ahead and just buy it. I, if you're for real about this, I will set up an account today. I know you should be. This is why I'm telling you about this. You're welcome. Uh, so there are a couple examples of this. Uh, there's a user named Chuck Fresh. Now, Chuck Fresh has two invisible friends, one named Stick, one named Stones, or Sticks and Stones. Now, he's uh, currently selling both of his invisible friends because his girlfriend said that she'd leave him if he kept them around any longer. What? So uh, he's selling both of his invisible friends for only $100. You can own them for yourselves. Now, if you you know don't want to have two invisible friends, uh, maybe you should try James. Now, there's another invisible friend. His name's um, James. The minimum bid on his him is $150. Now, a man by the name of Michael Griffin is the one selling his imaginary friend James. He says he's a very loyal friend. He's very smart and likes to discuss politics. He loves Czech Mix and Coca-Cola. So these people are making things up and taking money. How are they not worse than me? They, they're they far worse than me. They're more the creative than you. I mean, you're doing it for no money. Imagine if you could be doing this. And That's what I'm saying. I've got, these, I've got these powers. And I could be making money on this. Now, Greg, I, I will give you a little motivation here. It has worked before. It has worked once before. Now people are on there selling their imaginary friends again. Uh, so in 2007, an eBay user successfully sold their imaginary friend for $2,750. I'll be setting up an account today. Mm -hmm. Also, people have set up uh, 
like eBay sites for spells. For five dollars, you can buy a new friendship spell from a woman who, if you're trying to look for new friends, you can buy the spell, um, and she can just send it to you via her mind. If you are finding people dumb enough to buy that stuff, more power to you. Mm-hmm. That's what I say. So there you go. That's that's uh, happening there. A Florida man has been arrested in Sanford, Florida last week after he told officers he was just doing what he was calling extreme shopping, even though multiple women accused him of flashing them. So he was running around flashing women, but he said, no, 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 it's just his way of extreme shopping at a Sanford, Florida mall. So this guy's name is Christopher Glaze. He's 27 years young. Uh, he was arrested. Oh, this was yesterday. He was arrested yesterday after a few women reported that he was running around and exposed himself to each of them on separate incidents inside the mall. Explain what? Ex- does he explain extreme shopping? Well, he does. Works? Glaze okay. explains extreme shopping after the police were called. Uh, this is just a little blip of a story, but it's a Florida man and he's exposing himself. I felt. Like it was my duty. Right. Uh, So Glaze allegedly explained that extreme shopping was, quote, when you go shopping and you talk to girls and flirt. End quote. Didn't say anything about exposing (laughs) himself. That's how he flirts. Okay. That's how he floats. Huh. Running around with a trench coat, flashing it open, (laughs) showing his dong off. A little flirty, that's all. Well, Christopher Glaze can I've been doing it wrong this whole time. He's going to be floating in prison. He's been charged with two (laughs) counts of indecent exposure of sexual organs. There will be people wanting to flirt with him. (laughs) That's for sure. All right, I've got a couple more. One other thing I just thought about with my new eBay imaginary friends, which will be for sale. You can go to funemploymentradio.com, click on the Cyber Mall link Mm -hmm. right there, or funemploymentradio.com slash Cyber Mall. There's an eBay link right there. There is an eBay link You're going to buy anything from eBay. Use the Cyber Mall first. I just used that link actually to buy something for my scooter a couple weeks ago. Awesome. Mm-hmm. And you can purchase from Amazon. If you're buying anything from Amazon, all kinds of stuff at the Cyber Mall. <laughs> well, Greg, you are talking about Invisible Friends, so let me tell you about an Invisible Friend for a lady that didn't pan out as well as uh, it did for that person who was able to sell their Invisible Friend for, I don't know, $3,000. At a lot in Oklahoma, an Oklahoma woman has been arrested after she allegedly told restaurant workers after she ran up a tab that her husband would soon arrive to pay her tab. And that man's name was Jesus Christ. Wait, for real? Yeah, she was saying Jesus Christ (laughs) was her husband. Oh, okay. So she was saying, no, 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 no. Let me eat all my food. Let me drink all my my drinks. Jesus, my husband, Jesus Christ, is going to come here and he's going to be paying for all my shit. Dash the bottle. This is what she said. So Lawton police said this woman by the name of Christy. How would you spell it? Well, I'm afraid. I don't know. I don't know. Come on. Don't be afraid, Greg. Christy. Christy. K-A-R-Y-S-T-E. Close. It's K-R-I-S-T-I. Okay. Christy. Uh, Christy Rines decided to walk into this restaurant and order herself some food and uh, several alcoholic beverages this past weekend. This is a restaurant called uh, El Chico. And when she was getting ready to leave after drinking many beverages and eating the food, uh, she told workers that she didn't have any money. But don't worry. Don't worry. You're going to get your money because my husband's soon arriving to pay my tab. Now, when uh, she sat for a while and the servers clearly wanted to be paid for the work that they had done, uh, Christy Run soon clarified with them that her husband was Jesus Christ, but admitted the union wasn't actually solidified with a marriage license, but she believed that he was going to come and pay her tab. Yeah, it is being noted in the in the chat by uh, a whole corn dog, Christy Christ. So that's what she was going by. Oh, my goodness. Christy Christ. Well, Christy Christ was... 
eventually arrested after Jesus Christ did not show up to pay her town. Wow, she was arrested on fraud charges um, after it was determined that she had no means and no intention of paying the bill. And finally, think about this. Like, I know this would never happen at a wonderful um, haunted house here in Portland, like at Fright Town. This wouldn't be something that happened. But if you're no. in Mount Pleasant, Wisconsin, you might want to stay out of the haunted houses there. Okay. A Wisconsin man has been arrested over the weekend for allegedly going into haunted houses and when it was dark groping strangers. Oh, man, that is that's lame. Cr- that's the most vulnerable time that you could possibly be. That is the most vulnerable time. But that's why there's rules not to touch. <laughs> exactly. Well, he did not read the rules, 51-year-old Daniel Rossman. Oh. Or Daniel, excuse me, Daniel Rossman. So he's been charged with three counts of fourth-degree sexual assault. So this is what happened. This happened in a town called Mount Pleasant, Wisconsin. Two uh, men and a woman said that Daniel Rossman grabbed them in a sexual way while they were walking through a haunted house attraction called the Abandoned House and uh, Haunted House in the village of Mount uh, Pleasant. So the woman reported that Rossman, in the dark, grabbed her butt. One of the men said he was grabbed from behind and air-humped. Oh, no! That is exceptionally inappropriate. The third man said that Rossman grabbed his head and forcibly pushed it toward his crotch. What? Yeah. How did this guy get not get his ass kicked? Oh, he did. Uh, okay, the good. victims reported the assaults to security, and all of them detained him until police arrived. So, again, he has been charged with three counts of fourth-degree sexual assault. Oh. Don't touch people in the haunted house. No, that is a poor example of how to run a haunted house right there. Having or, No, I guess it's not the people running the house, but no, some a guy, poor example of how to act. No, I mean, like, as if haunted houses aren't scary enough. You don't have to worry about some guy, like air humping you yeah. and grabbing you. No, that's my nightmare. Yeah, no yoking around. That's just not what you do. Let's throw things at you. And that, my friends, is your world crazy. For a second, I really thought that you thought joking had a safe, uh, a soft J. I was like, what is he talking about? <laughs> and then I remembered, by the way, I'm feeling a lot better. So, suck it. I know you're trying to make me feel sick. I wasn't trying to make you feel mm-hmm. sick. No, no, not at all. That's not what I would try to do. Mm. Not what I would try to do. Maybe you just, uh, you know, you just had some bad eggs. Okay. Bad eggs happen. Um, <laughs> is that life lessons from Greg Nibbler? Yeah. Bad eggs. They just. They it just happens sometimes, man. They just happen, man. Bad eggs. Mm-hmm. Bad eggs. It just goes on. All right, should we do No, the, John, you cannot air hunt me at the listener party. Uh, somebody. Oh, in the live chat, that was being suggested as another possibility. All right, so it's either accents. Sarah does accents or air humping, apparently, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. That's so fun. Neither of those are going to happen. Okay. Okay. Well, there's a lot of other stuff that'll happen. Did you know there's a Twitter account called at egg puns? Seriously? It has six followers, and I am soon to be one of them. <laughs> are you lucky number seven? I would be. Oh, God. Soon enough, Sarah. Soon enough. Oh, we need to bring up what Next Adventure is doing, too, here. I'll, I'll do it here right after Ball Talk. Yeah. Because that's... It sucks, but it's a genius way to respond to what's going on. To a, to to a not-so-awesome situation. Yeah, to an unfortunate situation, they have found a genius way to handle it. Because they're awesome. All right. Before we do that, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. All right. First up, Sarah. You like kitties, right? 
I sure do. I mean, not as much as dogs, but cats are pretty cool. Well, I know during the last Super Bowl, or Bolo de Super, you were a fan. Uh, you watched the Kitty Bowl. Of course. No, it's the Puppy Bowl featuring the Kitty Halftime. Featuring the Kitty Halftime. Gosh. Well, all right. Let me tell you this, though. This year, it's going to be a little bit different because... Oh, no. A new league has been formed by the Hallmark Channel called the Feline Football League. And they already have their commissioner. Yes, former NFL star Boomer Esiason has been named the official commissioner of the Feline Football League. Commissioner? I thought football. you were going to say it was like Grumpy Cat or something. Nope, it's Bo- Boomer Esiason, an actual former NFL quarterback. Okay. He is the commissioner. Well, uh, Hallmark money's got to be pretty sweet. I, I guess so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I would do it. And so uh, he is going to be the commissioner for the... Okay, I guess he's going to serve as spokesperson for them, which includes a scouting combine draft, season games, and playoffs that will lead up to Kitten Bowl 2... Premiering on Super Bowl Sunday. You get it? This is this is their words. Super Bowl. I don't feel like the kittens are strong enough to be able to take the whole game. I think that they're great at the kitten halftime show. I just really don't feel like uh, like I can really get behind watching right. a full three hours of kittens. Well, nonetheless. I might be alone. I know that, that crazy cat people sometimes outnumber crazy dog people. Kitten Bowl 2. It's going to be happening. So it's uh, February 1st, 2015. No, right in between the other game. And there it is. Boomer Esiason, an official commissioner of the Feline Football League. Mm. There's still going to be a Puppy Bowl, though, right? Uh, there will still be a Puppy Bowl. As far as I know, you know, I'm not 100% sure on that. No, I'm going to have to look it up. I'm debating playing this. Now I'm now I'm questioning whether or not to play this. It's something awful said by uh, once again Skip Bayless and Stephen A. Smith. Mm. Nah, I'm gonna skip it. You're gonna skip, skip. Yep, we're gonna skip, skip. Skip's an idiot. You can look it up. Okay. Moving on. Oh, there is just FYI, Greg. Just so you don't get worried, there is going to be a Puppy Bowl 2015. Puppy Bowl versus Kitten Bowl? Because it says Kitty Bowl too. Ooh, I don't know. This could get a little dicey. But well, the Puppy Bowl is on. Well, you know why? All right, so the Kitten Bowl's on Hallmark. Yeah. Puppy Bowl's on Animal Planet. Oh, oh no! Oh snap! Because I just realized that. Because yeah, it is on Animal Planet. Okay. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. What am I gonna do? Yeah, life is tough sometimes. Mm-hmm. Moving on, ball talk. Really quick. Here's just uh, one thing. Portland Trailblazer point guard Damian Lillard will be appearing on Conan O'Brien. I believe on Wednesday. Oh, some, some um, Thursday. Excuse me. He'll be a guest on Thursday on Conan O'Brien. Damian Lillard. Okay. He'll actually be a guest on there. I was just putting that up. There's people there. What's he going to be doing on there? Is he like a... He's, doing... a, he's a guest. Okay. But I mean, like, is he just going on as a trailblazer? Or is he going on as like a... Because isn't he trying to like be a rapper? Uh, I think, yeah. It's, according to this, yeah, he's going to be talking about that because he does his thing four bar Friday on his Instagram account. Where he raps on his Instagram account, and you can you can watch them. Do you watch them? Somebody put together a whole song of it, but it isn't. I believe I have heard part of it, and I'm 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 okay without listening to it. I think I'm good. 
Damian Lillard appearing on Conan O'Brien on Thursday. All right, moving on to ball talk. Let's talk about this, Sarah. The World Series is about to begin. Oh. The World Series. Baseball. And, of course, the San Francisco Giants are going to be taking on the Kansas City Royals. And it starts today in Kansas City. A couple of things, though, of note. That Kansas City almost didn't make it to the World Series this year. They almost didn't make it into the postseason because of an addiction their players were dealing with. And that addiction was playing Clash of Clans. Clash of Clans is a phone game. You've probably seen commercials for it and just don't realize it. Okay. It's one with a bunch of weird, like, animals and skeleton things attacking a castle. Is that, like, Candy Crush? I don't know. I've never played it. But I guess the entire team was addicted to Clash of Clans. One day, I guess, first base coach... uh, Is that his real name? Rusty Cunts walked into the clubhouse. That can't be his real name. What is he, the team manager? He's the first base coach. First base coach. This is a real story, right? I didn't get duped. No, this was on. This was a real story. This was on Bleacher Report. What was his name? Rusty K-U-N-T-Z. Kuntz. <laughs> that is... His name is Rusty Kuntz. Yeah, Rusty Kuntz. Rusty Kuntz. Oh, he looks like a good old-timey guy. Walked into the clubhouse and saw many players playing the game at their lockers, and that's when he realized the addiction may be a problem. So he said the team had lost four straight games coming out of the All-Star break and dropped to 48-50 and 50 on the season. And uh, as a result, some of the veterans called a players-only meeting. In the 45 minutes, the players talked about how much talent the team had and how players had to be held accountable. And part of it was they needed to pay more attention and set down the iPads and stopped playing Clash of Clans. When they stopped playing it after the meeting, they they won five straight in 16 of the next 19 games. Wow. So, Clash of Clans was in fact a problem. Okay, good to know. Good to know. Be careful out there. See, at least I'm not playing that. I'm just on secret posting things. I'm not... Mm-hmm. See? I'm okay. You're just playing with other people's lives. <laughs> Moving on to ball talk We have this And this this is something actually This is a story I didn't realize This happened earlier this year But now it's it's reaching a fever pitch So Kansas City Royals Of course being in the World Series For the first time since 1985 Have a very special fan Who has flown in to watch them Earlier this year during the season a group of Kansas City fans got together and bought a ticket for this guy to come and watch a game for the first time in his life. So, there's a guy by the name of Sungwoo Lee who lives in South Korea. And Sungwoo, he's never been to the United States until earlier this year, somehow found the Kansas City Royals and decided to become a super fan of them. <laughs> he explains that he's just like, I, I used to like them. He, he started... Uh, Started in the 90s, I guess is when he first started watching them. And he said he really likes baseball, but he liked the Royals because they were the underdog. Mm -hmm. And he always likes the underdogs, you know, beating up on the big cities, even though the Royals were always getting beat. He just, he likes the underdog story. 
And so he became a super Royals fan and decided that's his team. And he's been a super fan ever since. Huh. Buys everything Royals, sends stuff, but he could never actually get over here to watch a game. Well, a group of Kansas City fans got together. I don't know even know how they heard about him. Got together and bought him a ticket to come to the U.S. to watch a Kansas City Royals That's game earlier cool. this year. And the Royals even got involved. He threw out the first pitch at a game. And this group of fans set up this whole thing. I had, had him getting barbecue and give him a whole tour of Kansas City and staying with everybody. Everybody loved this guy. So much that now that they're back in the World Series, they feel like Sung Woo is good luck for the team. They did it again, and he's back now. Going to get to watch uh, World Series Game 1. Oh, my so they God. they flew him in, and this guy is a superstar in Kansas City. I guess he flew in on a plane, happened to be flying in on the same plane as Paul Rudd, another Kansas City super fan, and Jeff Fox. Paul Rudd, the actor? Paul Rudd, the actor, yeah. Paul Rudd is a huge Kansas City fan. Okay. Lifelong, I think he's from Kansas City or somewhere around there. Overland, I think. He was flying on the same plane as Paul Rudd and Jeff Foxworthy. When the plane landed... Nobody gave a crap about Paul Rudd or Jeff Foxworthy. They flooded Sung Woo oh with like God. camera crews, and he showed up and he was signing autographs. And you can see he's like overwhelmed, and he even wrote on it. He's like, "I don't think I deserve this." Oh wow! But he's uh, nonetheless back, and he's going to be going to going to the game. He's treated like royalty, raw. Get it? Mm-hmm. It's from the article in uh, in Kansas City, and uh, and yeah, it's 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 kind of awesome. So they've got a whole trip planned for him for the whole week where he's going to go see, uh, once again, see the sites, eat barbecue, go to bars with people, watch the game. All right, I'd probably go to the bar to watch the San Francisco game there and go to the actual Royals game. Wow. I love stories like that. That's really cool. It's pretty cool. And finally in Ball Talk, we have this. It's Royals first game. Here's the newest song that's being played all over Royals TV. Oh, Jesus. Kansas City TV. Swinging for the waterfall With our backs up against the wall We won't stop till we win it all We will always be Royals Oh, my God. This is more than just a game Royal blue running through our veins KC, let me hear you say We will always be Royals Salvo's looking for a pitch to crush Game James coming through in the clutch like always. Bullpen's gonna come and shut it down. Cause we wear the crown. We're gonna show you how. How many Royals parody songs are there going to be? Here's the thing. I love the story of Kansas City Royals making it into the into the playoffs, making it into the World Series. First time since 85, underdog story. They barely got in. They've won eight straight. It's a cool story. Royals fans, there has to be some other song you can possibly <laughs> sing other than using Lord's Royals. Greg is having an intervention for you right now. I know you have musical talent there. There's got to be somebody. I'm sure there's some blues or something going on in Kansas City. Find another song. Greg, maybe that should be your personal quest. Try to help them find a new song that they can... Nah, I'm not going to write a song. Parody. Kansas City, this is your moment. Don't ruin it. All right, that concludes this edition of Ball Talk. 
Uh, so what we were talking about earlier with uh, Next Adventure. So, of course, our fine sponsor, Next Adventure, with their main store at Stark and Grand, they also have the Paddle Sports Center mm-hmm. here in town where they sell all kinds of pretty much any kind of fun toy you would want on the river. Yes, any kind lake. of like boating thing, like paddle boards or... Kayaks, kayaks, canoes, all of it. It's rafts. It's a really cool store. Here's the thing. This just happened today. Got a call from Sarah Wagner, who's... Well, not Sarah Wagner anymore. Her last name's different now. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> we got a call from, from her saying, you guys aren't going to believe this. So their store is flooded right now. Yes, the paddle store, which is at uh, 624 store. Southeast 7th. Not so much that you can't go in there, but there's literally, literally water on the ground, like there, a foot of water. There are boats floating around in The there. boats, yeah, they got yeah. in and their boats were floating. It's because, uh, I guess they had some kind of a pipe problem where the, the a pipe broke overnight and flooded the paddle store. Oh, God. But in honor of that, this is why Deke and Brian are awesome. Deke made a video and posted it saying, you know what? Since our paddle sports store is flooded now, we have in-house, uh, you can try out our, our uh, kayaks in-house. And if you can get down to the paddle sports center for next adventure, Today, before they get rid of all the water, you get 20% off. Yes. 20% off of a kayak. That is a damn good deal. That is I mean, that can save you a, a lot of money. solid deal. So that's the Next Adventure Paddle Sports Center. And you can go down there, and if you can get down there before the uh, before the water runs out, you can uh, you can get 20% <laughs> there off. There you go. Uh, the Paddle Sports Center's address is... 624 Southeast 7th Avenue. 624 Southeast 7th Avenue. So go in there and take a look at that. And we posted the video on our Facebook page as well. Yeah, it's fantastic. So you can you can check that out. All right. Thank you so much, everybody. You guys are fantastic for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. We think you're amazing, and we want to see all of you yes. on November 14th. That would be the most amazing thing of all, to get to see your faces. Oh, I just talked to my sister, Greg. She's coming. All right. I'm excited. Maybe you guys should dress alike and just fool people the entire time. No, we already look alike enough. Yeah, she's going she's gonna to get that a lot. Mm-hmm. They'll think they'll think she's you. Yeah. So send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. And don't forget to pick up your tickets at funemploymentradio.com. Pick them up there, and you can get the tickets for uh, $10. Yep. There $10. you go. They're cheaper beforehand, so just pick them up, get cheaper it out of beforehand. the way, and then you'll be set. You'll get to see Courage. You'll get to see Keelan King performing as Star Pilot. Mm. You'll get a live Fun Employment Radio on stage. You'll get uh, you'll get the results of the ghost investigation that's going to happen mm-hmm. at my house. And there's other things, too, we haven't even announced yet. There's and we might other... not announce. You might just have to be there to see them. You might have to be there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All these things are going to be happening at the listen party. Get your tickets at funemploymentradio.com. Thank you so much, everyone. You guys are fantastic. Thank you to Next Adventure for being sponsors of our show as well. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Guys and balls on the Fun Employment Radio Network today at 7.30 p.m. Yes. And we'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Back up, bye. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.